The only thing I'm guilty of is being Shaw arrested for fraud. <laughs> that was good. Um, I'm not the guilty of too, which I thought. Wow. I know. And then I just was like, oh yeah, that's totally ginseng too. So now I feel like a triple copycat. But that's what well, we you got. didn't know mine. The only thing I'm guilty on. <laughs> guilty on. The only thing I'm guilty of is passing with these high beams on. What? <laughs> I can't say it. Passing with the high beams on? The only thing I'm guilty on is... Uh, wait, no, shit. <laughs> I got all this out. I know. The only thing I'm guilty of is keeping these high beams on. <laughs> and he rubbed his nipples. That's all I got. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a plethora where I'm from, we of call them your brights. Huh? Your brights. Oh, yeah, keeping my brights on. Yeah. It was dumb all the way around. But well, I couldn't really. And there's probably so many puns. But I tried and I, and I got How did you think of that? Well, I was going to say the crime was being too fabulous. And then I was like, meh. And then I was like, let's make it more slutty. And so I did. Interesting. Well, you know, this is a audio medium. So they can't see you rub your nipples. I know, but I was assuming it would be brought up <laughs> at some point. Okay, and it well, was. Well, after that five-minute intro, yeah. this is Privileged Twinks. Yeah, it's a podcast where we recap the real housewives of Salt Lake City. Not as twinks, but as chatter gay men. <laughs> I'm Tyler. And I'm Travis. And yeah, this was the episode we've been waiting for. Yeah. Did, did not know it was going to be longer than usual. Yes. We normally watch it on our lunch break, and mm-hmm. I was like, wait, this is not even close to over. Uh-huh, yeah. What was it, like 60 minutes? It was like 60 wait, full with, minutes, but without commercials, commercials yeah. Right. So I guess when it aired, it was or an hour and a half. Or an hour ten or something, yeah. I think when it aired, it was an hour and a half, probably. Yeah. Um, There were some parts in it that I was like, did we really need this to be this long? But I think overall I'm happy about, I mean, obviously... The ending and the Mary drama seems to be hyping up, too. <sighs> yes. I would say, though, the drama was a little annoying. It was. Only because Mary's annoying. But when there were undertones her... of, like, what the more drama's gonna be. Uh-huh. Her crazy is the kind of crazy that makes me, like, like her when she's being fun crazy and then dislike yeah. her strong. It was a lot. When she's I being was crazy like, this crazy. Is dumb. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of hard. But also, and we can talk about this when we get to it, but... I'm just like, how did the producers find this woman that is like a cult leader that where they think she's God? Like, I just don't. And then they were like, yeah, that's what we should do for our, one of our next housewives. Right. <laughs> well, and then they're in such a, I mean, I guess being like middle upper class is, you know, the, the higher up the ladder you go, the smaller the community is. And then yeah. Salt Lake isn't like the hugest of places. So then, yeah, but it also is nice that everybody seems to know somebody who knows somebody. You know what I mean? She's yeah. like, oh, I'm close with her cousin. And so-and-so knows so Yeah. Uh, Lisa knows Conrad or Cornwall or whatever his name is. Cameron. Was. Cameron. <laughs> Conrad. Cornwall. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I got the first part right. Also, I think this is the first time they showed the outside of Mary's house that I can remember. And it was very nice. Like, I was like, oh. I didn't notice it, honestly. You didn't notice how big it was? No. It looked, it looked like... Beverly Hills first season big. I mean, she's got money, money, though. Yeah. So. Well, the fact she flew private, private an hour and a half away. Yeah. How much Which is money like do you a think 20 that costs? Minute flight. I, 
more than most people pay for any. I, fly, I mean, private is thousands and thousands of dollars. Right. For even a, just for put, a like, flight. yeah, 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 yeah. Does she drink? Oh, I have no idea. Somebody mentioned like she had wine. Yeah, she had wine. You're right. Mm-hmm. Somebody mentioned like, oh, she gets a drink champagne on her flight. Well. Blah, blah, and I was like, does she drink? But yeah, you're right. She was drinking like the oh, whole yeah. episode. Girl, she's Pentecostal. Not Mormon. Okay, but also she's actually I don't know. Crazy religious do too, it sounds like, so who knows? Yeah. But also honestly, the more crazy religious you get, then the more you get to pick and choose, it seems like. Yeah. Well, she is God, so she <laughs> yeah, can do it. She's God she said, God told me I can drink this wine, but none mm-hmm. of that, none else but again. Okay. She so, said, God told me I should inherit the money. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Um, personally, before we get into the episode? Mm, no. Personally? Yeah, anything new happening? Personally, no. Your foot is better. It's on the mend. Seemingly. Mm-hmm. Mine is pretty much fully healed. I think I can start using the rowing machine. Well, that's nice for you. Not too much. I think we've reached over 900 listeners. Wow. Let me make sure. <laughs> before I lie to them. I know. I didn't even play the last episode, and I should do that. Wow. I know. I don't even support myself. I lied. We're only 882. <gasps> wow. Share this, guys. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Just what? kidding. <laughs> How am I supposed to reach people if... How are we supposed to make a living like this? Apple is it pushing my content. We've only made $6. No, right. Thank you. Thank you, Anchor. <laughs> Hashtag Unchore. Unchore. Unchore for all your podcasting needs. Um, okay, let's get into this episode because it is long as we talked about already. Yes. Can um, we just summarize the first part of saying we got a little family time? Family time and midriff time. We saw three yeah. set of abdominals from three women. Okay, but We're I are very did, impressed. I did want to mention Whitney and Justin's her husband, right? Uh-huh. On the pole. On the pole. That was impressive. Yeah. I was like, that looks so fun. They just, like, casually did that. Yeah, rotate, rotate, rotate. Um, well, the, bolt, the pole spins, you know. It's not like I mean, they, yeah. Yeah. We also got Jen playing basketball with her son, so that was kind of a little bit, like, mm-hmm. over on the men's, but then, obviously, she gets arrested. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't see her get arrested this episode. I mommy the role model she needs coming. to be. Who knows? Um, Harry? No, Henry? Like, hits Lisa with her VR thing, and that made me laugh oh, out loud. Mm-hmm. Hit down there. Oh. Well, really? I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then we get the, uh, what would be the juicy part of the episode, which is that Whitney doesn't answer Mary's phone call. Yes. At the beginning. Right. Um, Mary is inviting all of them over to have, or not over, but to this, like, Italian mm-hmm. cook private cooking thing yes and she when she said she was going to commit to the italian theme she she committed meant it she meant i'm going to embarrass myself in front of these actual italians by speaking whatever weird accent I, that this is yeah she makes you think she's you know like some people are rich and, and travel and her culture well okay that sounds bad they actually take the time or spend enough time to pick it up mm-hmm and then some people go and expect everybody to speak English. And that's, Mary strikes me, because if she has gone to Italy that often, and, which she doesn't say that, I don't know. I but feel like it, they But kind she of just talks it. about, she like, talks she's about, like, I'm worldly. She talks about the fabulousness of, um, okay, she talks about the fabulousness of 
Europe, and so I'm assuming she visits, and yeah. she doesn't, she can't do anything. <laughs> she doesn't speak Italian or French or also, I any mean, other language. I'm sorry, her outfit did reason. not read Italian to me either. I mean, but, okay, to be fair, though, neither of us are, like, fashion people but that everybody would know. else's i would i was like oh they tried a little bit she just wore a blazer and a scarf yeah but she also said that none of them else were bringing the fashion and she that's what i was a hot mess sometimes too so she looked like, a hot mess when she was saying it i'm sorry yeah her i can't get over her intro look that she still has from season one which is not a great wig a tool skirt or a tool dress that looks like a prom dress with mm. a tan blazer over it buttoned up yeah so bad and then she has the audacity to be like none of the girls bring it she said they really think they're bringing it i wanted to make sure that they wore this theme because you never know what they're gonna wear yeah she did specify we'll say for me she said they're not bringing it for me for me yeah but we'll just say that mary is also not bringing it for us yeah (laughs) also she wanted it to be italian so she she wanted it to be italian street fashion so Uh she wants them to dress like that and she did say, like, the reason she wanted the theme is because you never know how they're going to dress. But, like, what the fuck is Italian street? Like, that, to me, makes it even more open for interpretation. Yeah. Street fashion in general, but, like... Well, and street fashion encompasses so many things outside of rich women. She also sent, like, photos on the invite, and I was like, those just look like ran- like random women that have money. Yeah, but the ones on Whitney's were really funny. I mean, yeah. She basically went to, like... Costume or like partycity.com and like dragged and dropped them. Also, you know, she's like making someone on her team make these like fake invitations. Yeah, and also, you know, that nobody would believe that because Mary would never want that for her party. Yeah. Anything slutty or. This whole thing was just wild and kind of made me be like, oh, right. Mary's like actually dumb. Well, I was gonna say maybe has like something else going on up there. A complex. I don't want to deny. I don't want to uh, assume any kind of mental illness, but something's there. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if it's an illness. Who knows? But so much as I, I could see somebody being like so egotistical that they think this is like normal or like they're just not aware of their behavior. I think she was hit in the head as a child. Oh my god! <laughs> just kidding. Allegedly, something's knocked out of place. <laughs> Allegedly. In my book. She said there's a few loose bolts. Okay, come for me on Twitter, Mary. I mean, don't ask her, because she might. Let's do it. Get this podcast on publicity. You know, she really says she will sit in Jesus for people. Because she's the... Because she's Jesus. (laughs) Anyway. I wonder if they meant more like she was... I wonder if if they really think... She's God, or if they think she's like the voice of God. They think God speaks through her, I think. Yeah. Is what I would gather from it. And so she has, so whatever she says goes. But that doesn't really make a lot of sense either, logically. Because if you're saying, well, you speak for God, then it doesn't, that doesn't mean that she could be like, God, I don't like this person. But she could say something hurtful to them and them thinking that she was speaking for God would make them feel bad. Well, or maybe it's just that like mindset of like, if you fully wholeheartedly believe that she speaks through God, then like... Even if you see things that she's doing wrong, then why would God choose this person to do that if it's if she's not? Right. Also, this it does bring in a perspective a little bit of how she speaks to people because Whitney brought it up, was saying, well, she talks to me because she knows she knows that I know this, and she probably thinks that like she can get away with stuff because Whitney might be like 
afraid to cross her. Yeah. And but it makes some sense how she talks about people that are beneath her, like her cousin, mm-hmm. her, those two guys in the church where she's like, "You're fat." Mm-hmm. You know, she can be very rude and blunt to people, like the people that set the table at the last. In the flashback. Which they showed, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, yeah, that's so rude. And, and even this one talking to that lady is like, and who gives a Can shit about... Can you read? Yeah. Well, that's fucking rude. I mean, it is rude. But... If somebody said that to me about putting I mean, a party the, favor on a table, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, but the spelling on things is kind of important. because No, was they like, didn't spell sh- it wrong. Sh- All they did was have it up, turned up away from the chair. Okay, that was Whatever. It. That's fine. I'm just saying. You're taking up for her right now. I'm not taking up for her. I'm trying you to say something. You are on Mary's side. I'm trying to say something and you keep talking. When did you become Shut so up. religious? Oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> I, I That's a bigger issue than where the fucking knife goes. Or the fork. Like. The name's being turned around? Yeah, that's a bigger issue. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> that's not even a big issue. And this is even less of an issue. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Also, can I just say, in the... I kept seeing promos for this, and I saw that on Heather's apron it said Erica, and I was like, did Mary forget Heather's name? But luckily that didn't happen, but also I was like, that'd be hilarious. I know we're happened. skipping around this scene a little bit. We usually go like a little more linear, but I cannot get over the fact that she put all of their aprons in Louis Vuitton bags. Okay, yes. Not that they, I think they <laughs> pretty quickly realized that they weren't Louis Vuitton. Yeah. But, like, that's a bad front. Don't do that. And then she, in the confessional, was like, I don't know why they would think those were, I would buy them Louis Vuitton. Because you put it in a bag. With yeah. the brand on it. Yeah. Why would you well, not? Well, and she bought Louis Vuitton earbuds at the first Yeah, season. and she was like, why would I buy them Louis Vuitton aprons? It doesn't make any sense. None of them cook. And it's like, do they all listen to mute? Like, I, none of them well. really talked about loving headphones. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, let's get a little more linear for now. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about that more a little bit later. Um, but basically from this one, all that we find out is that A, Whitney didn't answer her FaceTime, and B, Jenny's not invited. Yeah. Petty. Right. That's just like... Also, it's just so rude. You're on a... She's the new girl on a cast of six, mm-hmm. and you don't... Are now seven, but an original cast of six, and you don't invite her. Like, yeah, that's just so. Just rude. because you had a little pop off and on also, a trip, and then you acted her, like it was fine. Yeah, right. That's the thing I don't like about Mary is she like acts like everything is fine. She's like, oh yeah, everything's fine. I forgive you. I don't know if she said forgive you in the last one, but she said, yeah, we're, we're good. good. Uh huh. And then now they're not. They're good. not good. One episode later, they were never good. Right. She just lied. It's just annoying. Like if you're gonna make this whole blow up with somebody. Then at least end it without saying that you're good if you're not good. Because mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. the point in making the blow up in the first place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She also said she didn't invite her because of her language, and I was like, "That is so her stupid. language." Like, I don't remember that? Oh, like saying, fuck and stuff. Okay. Meanwhile, half the I mean, Whitney's there. Also, Mary literally Heather's farts there. in front of people. So oh, calm down. So weird. <laughs> okay, so then Meredith is getting a pedicure with Jenny at her house. Um, Jenny's, like, excited to go to Vail and get away from the kids and stuff and all the Dewey situation. Um, then Meredith says she hasn't spoken to Jen since tubing, and Mary says she hasn't spoken to Jenny since tubing. Mm -hmm. Or, Jenny hasn't spoken to Mary since tubing. Right. And that's really all we truly get here. Um, Meredith is kind of like, Mary's a little guarded and doesn't trust people, but that she hopes that it can be resolved on the trip. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. Also, I'm almost wondering if they shot this scene before the Fresh Wolf thing, because it 
it felt like she was like taking up for Mary in this moment, but then later she like brings it up to Whitney. Yeah. The Cameron thing. Yeah, it's possible. I'm... Or maybe she's just like, I don't really know, Jenny. I don't want to spread rumors. Yeah. Meredith is, I think, the type to keep things a little close before she, like, because she doesn't talk about it really until she's talking to Whitney, who right. kind of opens up about it a little bit, and she's like, well, what do you know? Yeah. Also, maybe the, pro- you never know, the producers were like, oh, Whitney knows a little bit more about this thing mm-hmm. that you know now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's also just funny to imagine these producers know everything. Like, everything, like, they probably knew that the Angie texts were sent and exactly what they say. They know, like, that everyone in town thinks Jen or uh, Mary is a cult leader. They probably even know a little bit about Jen's situation before it happens. Like, <laughs> yeah. I really, we, sh- I meant to Google the, um, the gossip about Mary around mm. town to get a better understanding of it, but I forgot. So, oh, I thought you were going to say you meant to Google if Jen, if Sharif was actually. Oh, did you do that? Yeah, I did. Um, It seems like all the headlines are like, Jen Shaw under attack for lying about her husband. So I'm guessing it's fully a lie. Yeah. But that that could just be people speculating. Yeah. Um, But apparently she's getting a lot of hate for it. Also, she just like booked a private event at like a strip club and that was like a big headline that I read today and I was like, let this woman have her joy. (laughs) She has to go to jail. Maybe. Well. They were like, well, all the headlines, I, I don't know. I'm just like, all the headlines were like, Jin Shaw books private event at strip club as last ditch effort to have some fun before her court, her upcoming court date. And then I was like, it's her, like months it's in away. March. It's like five or six months away. Yeah, she has plenty of time. But yeah. also I guess March is closer than I realized. Yeah. The holidays and whatever. It's, she it made time. it seem like. Oh, how dare this woman go to a strip club before she's about to? Go to People court. do the same thing with Erica. Yeah, on her Instagram posts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And why is she get when she was uh, on a private plane, even though she didn't pay for it? But yeah, even our group chat was, was like talking about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know that's what's up. Oh, Bubba, cats are fighting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of get the Erica thing a little bit, or I, I get it in that she needs to make money, and these are sponsored posts, so like. Let her do it. I don't know. Also, just, like, don't slut chain. Yeah. Well, but people were saying... The private jet. But I mean the Instagram post. But she didn't even pay for that. Oh, right. But the thing was, is, like, oh, okay, well... And I don't really fully understand or agree with it. Because they're, like... The thing is, is that these people were victimized, right? That's bad enough. And then, of course, the people who were victimized were people who were in a, a... already victim state from something else yeah. plane crash victims and orphans and all that yeah. stuff so people are saying it's insensitive you know i guess her perspective is is that it's not she didn't do that so whatever yeah but it's the same thing with Je- i mean jen's victimized people allegedly yeah so then they're saying why would you go have fun if you're this bad person yeah but she doesn't think she's a bad person or she either didn't do anything wrong so then she would just do what she wants. Mm-hmm. You know, I could understand that. Or she did what she did knowingly and she doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And she still wants to have fun. But also, it's kind of a, a little bit similar, not similar at all, really, like in terms of context to Taylor on season two of uh, Housewives. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this big secret that is like a very personal thing. 
but that you also wouldn't want to come out on TV. Yeah. And why would you kind of say yes to it if you... I'm just kind of like... Why would she get on this show? I don't think Jen Shaw would make herself be such a public persona if she thought that she was in a lot of legal trouble. Right. That I would think. Unless she's just a narcissist and doesn't think she would ever get caught. So, I mean, she has a whole team of people. Who knows who was doing what? Yeah. It does make for very good TV. It does. (laughs) It do. It It do do be. It do be. (laughs) Okay, so... Then we get into this Heather having dinner with her niece and nephew-in-law. Oh, yeah. This was interesting. It was interesting. This is where I was like, maybe we could have saved this for another episode and not... I don't know. I didn't think that needed to be a whole 15 minutes of an hour and a half episode. Yeah. I just think it's a big part of her development. Her, like, storyline on the show is... Yeah. I know bigger drama's happening, but for Heather's personal development, this whole, like... Her finding a way to bridge to her new life from her old life, which is leaving a lot of her religious beliefs behind. Yeah. It's really hard when you live that way for so long. And then also she, I think, hints at it a little bit about saying how she, you know, how she behaved the higher moral stuff, like yeah. holier than thou. And, you know, now she's on and the other side. it's kind of reminded me of Mary a little bit. Ooh, how's it reminding you of Mary? Mary's thought process is I'm better than everybody because God talks through me. Oh, exactly. Well, and I mean... It paralleled it a little bit. Well, and... Right. And take anybody in history, even just... If you just say Christian history, as, like, people who were the voice of God have always abused it. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Catholic Church was in, like, political power for centuries. Yeah. Because of it. And all the abuse, the Inquisition, I mean, that those are all small... The witch trials were also the same things. Like, people thinking that God spoke to them, that little... Whatever their voice, their yeah. little brain was saying... You know, was that's like every modern it. call, really, too. Well, also, it's kind of a lot of the times churches do it. every day. Yeah. You know, like people think you know you have an inner voice, and some people take that as being direct from God, from divinity. We'll say it that way, or people just make it up, right? <laughs> I that's the problem. Yeah, I don't know. Anytime somebody takes on that role they it's never it doesn't usually go well for other people yeah so also can we just talk about how fancy of a restaurant it has to be that they literally saber off the champagne in front of you oh i know and he fully (laughs) broke the whole which i mean whatever that's what you do i know i know but like i was like oh broken glass and jagged bottles (laughs) chow just imagine like a kid's table in the corner (laughs) just like (laughs) i know I was like, you could have just, girl, you could have just, you know. They probably had the whole restaurant to themselves and they wanted to look really fancy. I know, but you could just grab a top, you know, give a little wiggle until, you know, and then You know what, it, you know what it, it made me think of? No. Oh, Erica's wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He dropped the bottle. We had a friend who had a wedding and she, he sabered it off like a really, really expensive bottle of champagne afterward and he did it perfectly. And then he, everyone was celebrating and he dropped the whole bottle and it all spilled. Yeah. All over her dress. Yeah. But that was funny. It was a memorable moment. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he did it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, I don't think I've ever seen a restaurant that does it indoors. Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't remember a lot of details, but there is a subreddit on Reddit, obviously, um, <laughs> about people who, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a, specifically about people who leave the Mormon faith. I think it's ex-Mormon. But it's really fascinating. People tell their stories, uh, things oh, yeah. that happen to them. Um, and it's pretty wild. You're, 
now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I did like that she like went through the steps of Mormonism or whatever because I didn't know any of that. Oh, the heaven thing. They have some really in- bizarre, like, like the fact that if you go through afterlife, beliefs. everything. Oh, really? I need to look that up. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just interesting if you go through all the <coughs> steps to become Mormon, but then you leave it that you're like considered worse than mm. the worst people. On the yeah, planet. but the Bible is the same. And the there's a verse in there somewhere that says the like there's no redemption. The there's like two sins that are unforgivable, and the one one of them is if you accept Jesus and you fully believe, and then you turn away. That's worse than murder, right? Well, it's the it's unforgivable. Like you can't be redeemed from it, basically. But you can still be redeemed from murder. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I mean, unless that's one of those verses that got mistranslated, you know, like the homosexual moons and all. So them. Mormon has their own book, but they also have the Bible. Yeah, they have the book because I think the way we are uneducated on this topic. <laughs> yeah, first I'm and foremost, you as if you're an expert. <laughs> first and foremost, let me just make that very clear. But I believe the founder of Mormonism, which was in the 1800s, was uh, considered himself, like, to be the next prophet. So he has his own book. Gotcha. Jacob. No, it's Joseph not. Smith. I think it's his name. Joseph Smith? I think that's his name. Anyways, um, he, I think some an angel comes to him or something, and he writes a book, and there's, like, gold to... I don't know. I can't remember all of it, but it was somewhat... Yeah, it is Joseph Smith. It was historically somewhat recently. He was also a... Con, I mean, I don't want to get into all that. A cult leader? Uh, no, a con man. Oh, I was like... like... <laughs> well, I think, like, he was... He had, like, a criminal record for, like, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Anyways, I don't know. So I don't really want to get into it because I'm not very educated. But they do... It's, like, the next book. Kind of like the New Testament is... Like, the Old Testament is part yeah. of the Hebrew faith. Yeah, yeah. And the New Testament is Christian. So they have the Book of Latter-day Saints, I think is what it's called. But does it, like, have the same characters? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I keep asking you all these questions. Mm -hmm. But they do have um, some fascinating uh, beliefs. So. What's the most fascinating one you know about the afterlife? Um, I think people get their own planets sometimes. Interesting. There's one, there's something about Kolob. There's a planet called Kolob. I don't remember. I think it's a B at the end. I'm not sure. Anyway. Alexa, what's the movie with Olaf in it? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, there's this commercial I keep making fun of. Yeah. (laughs) The girl doesn't know the name of Frozen, but she knows the name Mm -hmm. of Olaf. Explain that. The only thing from this that really stuck out to me is that I thought it was funny that their first, like, act of defiance was them finding, or, like, going out and buying a bottle of vodka and, like, trying to... Like it enough to get drunk off of it? Not liking it at all. <laughs> I mean, arguably, if you just try vodka by itself, it's bad. Yeah, it's spicy water. But it, no flavor. But also, your very first bottle of liquor, it's all gonna taste like that. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, at least it wasn't some like high sugar shit that you know people do when they're kids. Um. Also, I thought it was nice to hear like from them and her daughter that because of Heather, it like inspired them. Yeah, I feel like, I feel, <sighs> religious people can be so brutal and so guarded about, like, you know, they're so defensive, and I just feel like they're going to get, you know, they're what they're doing is great because in the sense of, like, for people who are questioning or who are having these, whatever, you know, there's somebody to look to, but I just, 
You I think am, Heather's going to get I imagine shit for she's it? I'm sure she already has. Yeah. From the first season, but Right. This whole like she's basically it's shifted from her personal journey to like now her, you know, it's not inspiring. She's not telling anybody She's a to prophet. Do oh god. <laughs> she's an apostate. <laughs> but they, you know, it's not that she's telling anybody what to do, but you know, obviously yeah. her daughter is now following her footsteps. And part of her family. So now they're going to say, well, oh, also she's... I'm sure Mormons she's... watch the show because it's one of the only shows... The be- right. Only in Salt Lake that I yeah. know of. Except for that McGee show. Yeah. So I just hope... I mean, I know they're going to get it. Hate for it. So I just, you know... Yeah. I wish them the best. Because they have to deal with all that. Yeah. Also, I think in the first season... Maybe it was because we watched it so fast. Or maybe it's because we're not hyper-analyzing every episode. But... I don't think they really like delve dove into just how hard it was for her to leave yeah. the Mormon church. And now we're just getting so many bits and pieces of like Heather's, like how she used to be and how she used to feel and how she used to like mm-hmm. be in this re- like religion that she found uh, oppressive, basically. Um, so it's like interesting to hear. Wow, I literally said this part could have been skipped, and now we're talking about it for so long, and it's very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only other part I wanted to say about this was they showed a young picture of Heather in a a A, bridesmaid's mm -hmm. dress and blazer they had to make for her. uh It was very who was that? She looked like a different person. It was very who was that? However, I will say she looks better now. You think so? Yeah. I thought, I thought well, the fi- the photo was, like, kind of far away. Ugly. It was far away, and you couldn't really see it up close, but I think she looks fine. I think her plastic surgery looks good. Travis is yes, making a no, face. Yes, no, 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 Travis! no. Travis! I do th- No, I do think it is the same. When we had talked, we watched some of the old Beverly Hills seasons, and, like, it was the same thing with Taylor, where it was, like... At the time, it seemed very, like, whoa. Like, her lips, her implant. But now it just seems kind of normal because you're kind of so used to seeing it. And I was going to say, does it look good or are we just desensitized to it? No, because sometimes I'm like, your face just looks a little wild. Okay. Like, I mean, I like Jen's look because I think it's iconically her. Mm. But. It's a little much. She looks like, like, if you saw her in public, you'd be like, oh. Whereas I don't know if you would do that fully with Heather. At least not in L.A. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I think it's all in Yeah, maybe we, maybe we only solely see people with plastic surgery now yeah. that we're just so desensitized to it. Yeah. And also drag queens. Like, it's the... That's nice, true. The famous ones are all... Like, they all get fillers and yeah. stuff and work, so... That's what you say. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. She looks good. I am just meant, like... Would you say that if you'd never seen somebody with plastic surgery? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, sh- the... Um, Can we just cut that out? I don't want to talk about somebody's look. Because I feel bad. No, you didn't say anything bad. I know. Okay. I'm not trying to down on anybody. I was just... The whole concept of it is interesting. Okay, also, this is coming from the person who, like, would definitely get all that if you had the money and could know that people were going to do a good job. <laughs> Am I wrong? I, would, not I wouldn't get surgery on my... I wouldn't get surgery, surgery. I would do Botox, for sure. We wouldn't do lip injections? And I think I would do... No. I think no? I, I think my lips are nice. I don't mind the size of them. Yeah, you have good lips. I might um, do them. The only thing that's bad that I would do a lot of work on... My skin. My skin is so yeah. bad. I just mean, you're not saying this as a person who's anti... 
Or like trying to. Oh like, no 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 no! And if if I got older, or uh, if let I me, get older, let, let me take that back. When I get older, <laughs> let me. When I get older, <laughs> damn, um, I would be totally fine with getting like facelifts and necklaces and all that shit. Too, yeah, exactly. So. No, I don't think you're. Um, the only other thing I want to say about this, and then we can move on. But the name Outer Darkness is just so. Uh, I mean, they were all weird. Celestial, Telestial, Terrestrial. Yeah, those are... You got all of them. Uh, um, they're not in order, but... Celestial is super faithful. Terrestrial is Lisa. Lisa. I, that was really funny that she <laughs> talked. I love that they put the, the Lisa Barlow's. They're She's, doing a lot of editing in this season. Yeah. Like, fun little things. Yeah. They, they were like, well... <laughs> she's she's not she has an alcohol company so she's clearly not a celestial yeah. and then there's telestial which is serial killers i guess i mean just like bottom of the barrel yeah. and then there's outer darkness, darkness that's like people who were in and left but i just think outer darkness just sounds so like sci-fi yeah it's just funny the other ones i guess they also sound kind of sound sci-fi yeah they all sound kind of sci-fi <laughs> okay uh, yeah jen and Stu. Are snow, snow shoeing. Shoeing, that's what it's called. Which means snow walking. Yeah. Not skiing, not cross-country skiing, literally just walking in snow. I mean, it, it, it probably, probably takes a little more effort, yeah. I This show just makes me miss snow yeah. and being in winter wonderland so It bad. also makes me realize I've never lived somewhere that is so cold year-round that you're just used to it. Yeah. Because, like, in Indy, it would be so hot, and then all of a sudden it would be, like, a switch... And then I'd be miserable because it's so cold. Yeah. Whereas here, they're like, yeah, it's normal to go do all these things in the snow at all times. Yeah. You get used to it. It, it just does seem a little weird. Snow. Snowshoeing. Oh. Well, people cross-country ski, and that's weird. Yeah, but at least you're kind of like gliding. Yeah. Well, it's not weird, I should say. I mean, it's This just, was like... It's not like a, a thrill-seeking thing. This is just like thing. picking your feet up. You're just walking with yeah. big shoes on. Also, I thought they were supposed to be like tennis rackets. No, there's snowshoes. Snowshoes are tennis rackets that you put on your feet. That's it. That's a DIY. In my world. Okay. <laughs> Janky. You've never seen an old snow movie? <laughs> What's that even mean? I don't know. Okay, okay. Enough of this. Enough of this. Uh, okay, Stu has kids. Did we know this? I don't know why you're surprised. I thought he was gay. <gasps> oh. Well, you could be gay and have kids. But I think... Oh, true. But I don't think so. I know. It didn't sound... Well, maybe. I guess they've never really shown this person. I never thought he was gay. He seems very straight to me. Hmm. His manner of dress. Well. He looks like a dad. Yeah, but I think... <laughs> I think when I talk, it becomes fairly obvious. Well, that's what I thought about him. Oh, well, I didn't. Well. Well, you were probably right. And that's that on that. <laughs> um, okay, basically, this is just another... I don't think this part was really that necessary, but it was just another, like, layer of Jen talking about how she wishes she had a good relationship with her family. Yeah. That's basically all it was. It was very I quick. I remember this thinking something. Maybe not. the Like, Jen says, Stu is more of a bu- more than a business partner. He's been there at my lowest points. They race. It, I think it's just, like... No, but she was also blaming her relationship with her family, like, on the fact that she was gone so much for work. For work, yeah. She did say that. But I think that's always a... I don't... Oh, and she also, also said... she fucking works she, from home and owns her own businesses. Ugh, child. She also said... Um, she said... She made it sound like the only reason 
she had a business was to support all the employees. That's what it was. Like, like she somehow puts food in the babies of her employees. Yeah, like somehow these people were dropped off on your porch, and you had to figure out how to employ them. Yeah, no, you started wild. a business for your own benefit, <laughs> for your own profit, which is fine for the chalet. Yeah, and then you hired people, and then it's your responsibility to keep it going. You know, you. I mean, you do at some point. I think feel a responsibility to do well, so that yeah. the people under you also do well. Yeah, but like that didn't. Those one followed the other. Not you didn't have to like do this for them. You did it for yourself, and it just comes with employees. Yeah, you're right. So and you made a lot of money, illegally or not, allegedly, and you know have lived a lavish life. I'm just saying, it's like, it just came across very weird to me. I yeah. was like, you aren't running a nonprofit and putting that... and and having high wages for other people and not yourself. Like you're rich. <laughs> And filthy you, rich. Filthy rich, and you have employees like every other business person. Yeah. yeah. So, and those were all choices. Like, how many businesses do you need to have to be considered? You obviously didn't feel successful at some point, or you wanted more. Which, again, I'm not judging you for that. I'm just saying you... Don't make it sound like you're a martyr for these And nobody people. forced you to keep opening businesses. Nobody, well, you know what I mean? So, Yeah, like, also, you're not the only employer in the world. Right. But the main thing is, like, she's saying In fact, it took her away from her family when you took yourself away. At some point, you took yourself away. At some point, you decided the Shaw Squad was your family. Wow. And that's something you have to live with, Jen. <gasps> While you're listening to this behind bars. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, so I'm just, it, I get what she's saying to some extent, but a lot of it seemed a little victim-y. Yeah. Well, Which I'm glad, but it's good that she's trying to, like, I think it did seem a little victim-y, but I think the overarching thing that she was trying to fully say was, I'm a businesswoman, and I realized I put that before my kids, and I wish it wasn't the case. And I'm right. trying to make a difference. Which would have been genuine and nice, but that's not what she said. I know. But I think that's what she meant. Yeah. Yeah, but the fact that she had to frame it in this whole victim, I had to take time away from my family because I had to employ people... Yeah. That's not the tea. Yeah, I know. So. At your house. But moving on. Right. <laughs> okay, we're at the Italian restaurant thing? Something. We got Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Um, Mary shows up wearing a blue blazer and a scarf. I wrote dot 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 street mark question mark. <laughs> anyway. Um, they got... So she got all these aprons with their names on it that are their Italian names. Most of them are the same, except Erica, which I did not know that. I, I don't know if I believe... Well, I mean, I'm sure. Well, Heather said she knew it, too. I mean, I would Google it, but Mary would be mad, because I didn't believe her. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a read. Mm. Jen shows up in a literal flag. Yeah. She was being very extra, which is what Jen does. Right. And Mary likes that, apparently. Mm. Which is not why mm. everybody knows. No. Meredith looks fucking good. Yes, queen. This like leather, like race, the cut out on the like, back, racing thing with a mm. cut out on the back jumper. Yeah, so good. Um, Meredith. Okay, Meredith brings up the camera thing in a confessional, so you know that's coming a little right, bit right, later. Right, 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 right. She's um, uneasy. She feels uneasy. Mm-hmm. Um. Then I literally turned to you at the. Coming up and was like, is Mary going to fucking do an accent the whole time they're there? And she fully does. Yeah. 
It's so bad. It's just cringy to be like in front of these actual Italian people and just doing that. I don't know. It just feels so. I mean, it's weird. funny when you do like one offs. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like all the time. She thought she was doing something like. She thought she was bringing it. Yeah. But she was not. She not for me. She was turning the party. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Meredith, your earrings are so Italian. And Meredith's like, Brooks, pick these out. <laughs> yep. Um, Mary tells Whitney to dress like the mafia. That's when we get this whole thing. Ugh, yeah. Also, she... Punishing her. Punishing her, yeah. Because she never called her back. As a joke something she needs punishment sort of a joke how dare she also we found out later that she like fully called her back two hours later but it was too late at that point well i mean mary is saying she did not get a call back and whitney is saying she did call her back which i'm inclined to believe whitney yeah well because she said that mary already had sent her text and decided that she was mad at her Mm -hmm. before that also it's like girl people don't call me back for days right you especially oh god (laughs) It's like pulling teeth to get a text back from you or a callback. Not for me, but people. Things have been said. Have told me this. (laughs) Wait, who's told you this? Uh, I don't know. Your mom, your sister, Bella, everybody else. Oh. Well, those people I know would say that. Um, anyway, yeah, we don't get that yet, but we do get that she sent her this, like, crazy invitation that said dress like the mafia. Also, I mean, she kind of tries to. But it also wasn't the mafia. I don't get what she, it she was a mob costume, it was, literal yeah, costume it was like photos, slutty like stripes, stock photos. Yeah, slutty stripes, and Whitney did show up in a two-piece striped suit. Striped suit, like yeah, she looked good. She looked really good, but I just mean she she fucking was she, like she did look like a boss. Oh, you gave me that, so I'll do my interpretation of that. Yeah, exactly. And Mary got mad because she didn't fall for it. Yeah, he he, he did did a joke. That's so, so stupid. I know. Also, I'm. I was glad that Heather told, like, that they rode together, and Heather like told her beforehand that it was like a different only invite. her. She got the joke. Because mm-hmm. um, that's different than if you tell everybody to get the joke. Yeah, single somebody out. Yeah. Um, Jen thinks it's going to be awkward that she hasn't seen Lisa since the non-invite to Fresh Wolf. She says that in a uh, confessional. Also, let's just back it up a little bit and oh. talk about how. Um, uh, punishing somebody for not calling you back and being vindictive, um, and singling somebody out is in no way, um, condoned by the Jesus Christ. Well, Jesus told her the to Christ do that. of Jesus. Jesus told her to send Mary Whitney that photo. Yeah. So the invite. Mm, I would like to see evidence of the su- <laughs> the literature support for this course of action because it don't fucking exist. Thou shall. Text your friends you're mad at to wear slutty mafia costume. As it is written, so it shall be done. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so then we get this whole Louis Vuitton apron thing. We already went through that earlier. Jenny's at home making yogurt with her kids. So cute. So cute. Yeah. Also, I love how her kid just comes out. What's her name? Catherine? Oh, don't ask Calvin. me. I don't know. Sorry, Jenny. <laughs> Uh, but Sorry, Jenna. So cute when she comes out and she's just like, "You making yogurt?" Yes. <laughs> like, they do this all the time. It has condensed milk in it, which sounds really sweet and good. You want to make yogurt really bad? Yeah, I have the stuff to do it. 
I want to make skr, which is Icelandic yogurt. Skr. Mm-hmm. But to do it, you have to get... Skr, You have to have, like, some skr. Skr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's skir is how you say it, really. But it looks like skr. How do you get it? It's... They sell it at a goat. store. No, yes. <laughs> Raise it from the dead. <laughs> first, you must sacrifice your firstborn goat. Your goat. Your goat. Goat. <laughs> Um, okay, Jenny said she knows she wasn't invited, so that's going to come up on the trip mm-hmm. if they all make it to the trip. But it sounds like, based on the preview, that they still go. Because it shows them, like, in the party van right after the scene, like, Googling what's happening. Oh, yeah. So it seems like they still go on it next week, so that's good. Again, we just get, like, Mary knopping over things again, like, we know this. She, we thought she was fine, and then they're not, apparently. Right. Um, Jenny says Mary can dress nice on the outside, but she's ugly inside. We got very little Jenny this episode, but... Quality. Yes. Packed punch. Also, not wrong. Mm. I also think it's, like, wild that this whole argument happened. Have we got there yet? Can we talk about that? Which one? The Whitney argument? Yeah. Um, let me see. Do I have anything else before we get there? I just wrote, Mary's accent is so cringe. Um, Lisa says she would rather clip toenails or scrub toilets than... Be cooking. Cook. <laughs> it's just funny. Also, she doesn't cook, she doesn't work out. <laughs> like, these are all things I assume. I have to say, okay... Like, housewives is in the name. I'm not trying to say anything extra negative about um, Lisa, because I feel like that's been the past couple episodes. Um... But I almost find it unbelievable that she doesn't exercise because she looks good. I know. She's always wearing yoga pants and like crop tops and she looks good, good. Yeah, like that that midsection. I don't know if you have a toned midsection at that age without... But she, I mean, she design. might... But at the same time... She might actually be running jeans. around all the time for her job. Exactly. I'm not trying to cover anybody. I'm just like, you really mean you never work out because you you have the genetic... Lottery? You won? Yes. I don't think... It just seems like a weird thing to say if you don't do. Mm-hmm. People who work out, they brag about it. Oh, you're right. They do. <laughs> um, well, let me just put it this way. At least if you're not working out, you look like a good. She looks so good, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Um, so the only other thing I wanted to say is that this place is like, you can make your own pasta. And then all they do is like knead dough together. And then the place makes Cooks the rest it of for everything. Them. Yeah. <laughs> It's very well. Maybe they like kind of dumbed it down because it's they're shooting a TV uh, show. But I was like, this is, does not look like a fun thing for me to do. Like it's like a very rich people thing. Is what it I seems guess, like. yeah. Um, but yeah, we can get into the argument if you want. Do you want me to tell how it starts and then we can go into it? Yeah, do that. Uh, well, first, okay, but before the Whitney and Mary argument, we get the little mini Jen Lisa Whitney argument. About the... Oh, the Fresh Wolf part. Fresh Wolf and the Iris and Bo sent gifts. I'm glad she cleared that up. It's what what, um, Heather suggested, was that they bought it and posted it. It's also interesting, it sounds like this person was being very manipulative. Mm -hmm. In that they wanted, they reached out to do this collab or whatever, and then Whitney was like, no, no, no. And then they still bought a product and then put it on their Instagram, like, to stir beef. Yeah, it's weird. Also, it makes me think, like... Maybe the person was hoping they would kind of make some beef on the show, and then so they just, like, bleeped them out. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah, they, they were looking that. for their their little 15-minute. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cedric. 
Um, but this, this part, we don't have to go over the whole argument, but it comes up that Jen missed the kids event, the Fresh Wolf event. Lisa was like, oh, it was good, blah, blah. Whitney was like, sorry, I had to miss it. Then Mary was like, oh, I'm used to not getting invited. And Jen was like, oh, I didn't get invited either. Um, and Lisa said Jack made the guest list. And then Heather was like, oh, Jack didn't want you there, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and she said the thing in the confessional, like, what did Jen do to get off the list? And what did Whitney, Whitney do, do to get, to get on, on the list? Yeah. Which is very true. Like, it wasn't all Jack, obviously. Right. If at all. But if it, at all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because I would think if Jack truly made the list himself, why would he not invite Jen? She was the la- like last person there before the photo sh- at the photo shoot. Yeah. Bringing the fun wolf costumes. I mean, I think they probably invited the people they wanted there. And then Lisa invited whoever she wanted to be yeah. there. But on, I was actually really, um, I thought Jen did a really good job this episode. Yes. I, it, this is the first time it really felt like she's grown in. and yeah. learned how to communicate. Because Lisa was the one that was misinterpreting everything or mm-hmm. being defensive. And Jen kept circling back and saying, I'm not saying that. This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. And she's very mature about it. Yeah. She's like, didn't lose her cool. She just kept repeating it until it went through. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know if it went through, but she kept repeating it. But it also kind of sounded like she wanted to pit Jen against Whitney without thinking of the repercussions of Whitney finding out about this. because And like trying to keep the friendship with Whitney going. Uh-huh. Because Whitney's like, you're planting the seed in Jen's head that I... That's how she framed blah, it. Blah, blah. And that's exactly what she did. She's like, oh my god, are you okay? I saw the things coming out, and just so you know, Whitney put that on the story or mm-hmm. sent it to this person. Yeah. Um. But then, yeah, then we get into the Whitney and I mean, but that's classic Mary. Lisa trying to like pull oh, strings. It's without, the whole season, right? Without like being entirely of too obvious about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lisa did have a really funny saying here, though, in her confessional. Do you remember yes. it? No, but it was. She funny. Said, I remember laughing. I don't think this group will be happy until I choke on this pasta and die. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it to yourself, but it's so, it was funny to say. It was funny, yes. <laughs> uh, she's, she ends it very Lisa, I'm not lying, I'm not talking about this, it's just about my kids, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, they mentioned Jenny, they're, they're glad she's invited to Vale, and then Mary says she doesn't like Jenny because she gossips like Lisa. <laughs> this was in a confessional. Oh, and she can only have one Lisa. Yeah. Which is also funny, but we've not seen that side of Jenny at all. Like, at all. No, yeah. She just popped off on Mary. Right, and she doesn't like her. Yeah. And she's friends with Lisa, so she Mm -hmm. assumes, probably. Okay, this is when Mary and Whitney seemingly start arguing over, like, nothing. Like, the start of it? I don't even remember how it started. I couldn't even, like, write it down. Mary's being petty. Yeah. Um, Jen said it's like spin the bottle and whoever it lands on, Mary goes after them, which is hilarious because that's exactly how every episode has been on this season that Mary's been on. Mm-hmm. Whitney says, you talk to me like I'm a child. Um, she was, she kept saying like Jen was trying to offer a beautiful moment, but I don't really understand what was exactly happening there. Yeah. But. Mary went full condescend. Like, yes. It was real. I don't know. I would have lost it. I think if I was in the situation, if you were yeah, yeah, I would have let her have it at yeah. the table. <laughs> Somebody said, "Little girl," at the end of their argument. To yeah, you, bitch, you, you, better, you better redneckinize. 
not, you are not talking to the right person. I will get you all the way together. Um, Whitney just basically says... And if I knew... Let me tell you something. If I knew she was a cult, like people thought she was a cult leader, are you gonna say that to me across the table? Mm. Oh baby, oh baby. They must not. She must not know too much. I don't think. Oh, but she knows enough. Oh, you don't have to know nothing to slander somebody. Yeah, I guess that's you true. know what I'm sitting on top of, and you gonna cross me yeah. sideways on this table in front of these cameras. Oh no, ma'am, <laughs> you will not be doing so. You will, you shall now be dealing with. The yeah. conflab, a conversation about your cultiness, is what you will be doing. She also kind of makes it seem like she backed her up, maybe because of the cult thing or something. Like there, there's. She says that she was the only one that was on Mary's side and was like Mary. She's like had her back and stuff this last year, and I. Yeah. We, I they didn't really show any of that on the I was, TV. I, yeah, I was really interested in the fact that she she kind of made it sound like she kept certain things from coming up, right? Or Which, when people but, would say things, she would defend them, like maybe online. Yeah, Mary. I don't know. I don't know either, but it makes me wonder how much. I mean, I don't think she has enough pool. Like the producer, I don't know. Like, how would she prevent things from coming up? But unless she behind the scenes was like asking people not to post stuff online or something, I don't know. Well, I'm, but, but she said, but it sounds like she's going out of her way to. People might have come after her, like in the community or something, or like talked gossip and she shut it down. Like little things like that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, this ends with her calling her little girl again. Uh, Mary just seems to have these, like, thing thoughts about people that she never says until she finally says them, and they're not factual, mm-hmm. and it just blows up. Um, Whitney leaves. Meredith and Whitney go to the couch in the other room. Um, they were like, Mary is so uneven. Whitney's doing that chakra thing again. Oh, yeah, the circle <laughs> Is that hands. a real thing? That people do? I don't know. I guess. So it's something she does. But you're like into things like that. I've never seen that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But sometimes things like habitual, like tick, not, it's not a tick, but like a pattern. It's like sentence will help. Yeah, it'll help soothe people, you yeah. know. But maybe there's more to it. I don't know. But sometimes little things will help center you. Sometimes people breathe a certain pattern. Sometimes yeah. looking around a room, picking things out, things like that. Yeah. You're right. When you're in a panic or like a stressful situation will help ground you. Yeah. So this is when Whitney reveals that she did call her back two hours later and that Mary texts her mean things all the time. Oh, and she read them. We get like a confessional with her reading. We don't know that these are like the ones she sent this day. I'm Mm -hmm. guessing they're not. But at some point. At some point. So let me just read them all and then we can talk about them. Oh my god, all of them. Okay. She only said like three. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, she says, you think you're better than me, I'm better than you. <laughs> These are just wild things to imagine coming through text message. Mm. Um, I'm thankful I'm older than you, I look younger than you, though. <laughs> Sorry, they're just crazy. Everything is fake, I don't need plastic surgery like you do, I have been such, oh, and then she says, I've been such a good friend to Mary, and this is what I get, like, on the confessional. If this was before this dinner... Like, I'm guessing it was. Then, I mean, I don't understand. But it's very similar, like, those tweets that she sent out about Whitney that one time, a couple of episodes ago, that were just, like, nonsensical, just, like, blabbering in texts, like, calling her a racist, calling her a bad friend, all this shit, like, that doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Just over and over again. It's just, like, some people just get like that on texts. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't um, understand why 
she would remain friends with her. Because yeah. if somebody talks like that to <laughs> me, we would not be friends. Right. Maybe they came after, but it sounds like when she's talking to Meredith right there that, like, I mean, Whit- this is a pattern. Yeah, but Whitney was, like, crying. <clears throat> she, like, is crying, saying, I love you, man. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and if this is how that person talks to you, like, what? Is, what the fuck? Like... I don't know. That's strange. Like, what, what, you know, did she, did you drink the Kool-Aid? You know, like, what is I happening? Know, I guess. She said she donated to her church. Yeah, but it's like, I don't, you know. I mean, I'm sure a while ago when the dad thing was happening. I don't know. Maybe certain people have different, you know, the long, you know, the more experience you have, the more you realize people live different, sometimes totally different experiences and lives. And yeah. sometimes things you think are normal are not always normal and vice versa, but I don't understand why anybody would let somebody speak to them that way. And uh, if you're saying you're friends with me and you're texting me that you think you're better than me and that you look better and I plastic surgery is all I, all that yeah. BS, like no, we're done. I don't have time for that. Yeah, there just there does seem to be this like magical thing over the housewives that they just can get over something so quickly and say they love them, like. It shocks me to see some of these reunions and then see, like, the very first episode of the next one and, like, everybody, everything's fine. Mm, like, yeah. they're best friends. Yeah. Or, like, a whole season of two people hating each other and the next season they're best friends. Like, I can't forget <laughs> as quickly as these housewives seem to forget things. True. Like, I hold on to things, like, deep things. I Sometimes I think it's because they're in a special... Like, for example, if somebody was beefing with somebody, and norm, a lot of times, normally, they wouldn't go to an event yeah. knowing the other person's going to go there. But because it's produced, because contractually they're saying, you know, you're on a show, you need to be, like, they're putting you in situations that you normally would not put yourself. Yeah. Which causes some of this drama to, like, escalate or to occur. Yeah. So I think they probably take that into consideration and say, you know what, like, this, you know, things got heated, we were, yeah. whatever, like, I said things, you said things. And... Yeah, that makes sense. Let's just bury that. Move on and keep getting paid $500,000. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> um, we don't know that that's how much they get paid here, but... I mean, I'm sure it's not, but that's how much we looked up some of the Beverly Hills... Used to be paid. We don't know cast. how much they're getting paid now. Um, okay, so then Meredith mentions the Cameron meeting. Um, Whitney says she doesn't know him personally, but she's like knows that he has a lot to say about Mary. Um... Which means she's heard it through the grapevine, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Meredith doesn't know what it was referencing, and she's like, Whitney, do you know? And she was like, uh, this is when she says that her church basically thinks she's God, or that she can talk through God. Mm. She says the cousins and the congregation believe Mary to be God, is what she said. And then they show, obviously, the Jesus portrait with the grandma. (laughs) I love how they always say... What was the grandma's name? Do we do you remember? Mm-mm. They always put they always edit at the bottom. Like when whenever a cast member comes on, they like show their name. This one shows the grandma's name, and then it always edits back in and Jesus mm. in like a kind of like floaty, glowy way. I just think that's so funny. Um, and that's all we really get about that for now. Mm-hmm. It did seem the only thing I was thinking. It's like this is really convenient for it to come. But up. I think it was coincidental. I really feel like the whole thing with Cameron yes. was Lisa's plan. plan. But I think this fight provided an opportunity for Meredith to talk to Whitney. But it did seem very like, 
the track we were on. It was questionable, but I do think... I mean, Meredith's kind of also sitting on this thing now, mm. and it just makes me be like, Meredith likes Whitney, she trusts Whitney. This is a good opportunity to bring it up. Yeah. To what see... What you know? Yeah, what she knows. Whitney. Or, like we said, a producer could have said, hey, Whitney knows a little bit, and this was an opportunity to get it out of her. Mm. And then Whitney said, the gloves are off, honey, because she said, we're not friends like that. Well, Meredith and Whitney go back to the table... They talk about how Meredith is kind of like this, like, magical, can calm Mary down, because they all thought it was going to blow up even further. D- yes. Did you feel like they were all, like, kowtowing to her, like, so hard? They, that's what they fucking did to Jen last season, too. Yeah. It's so annoying. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I did feel out. Yeah. And then, but then Mary has the audacity to be like, why didn't you care about me? Like, yeah. Everyone even though else everybody else stayed, at the, stayed table at the table and talked to you about it. I think it's because Meredith and her are, quote, but, like, really good friends right now or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was weird. She, I, I like how they showed the flashback that was like 10 minutes earlier. Meredith's fully trying to console her. <laughs> right. Like she just picks and chooses, basically. Right. Um, but then, yeah, Whitney says like she loved her. She cared about her as a friend. And Mary said, I don't think we're friends like that. And then Whitney says, yeah, the gloves are off then. Which so, I hope they are. Let her have it, girl. Girl, me too. That was annoying. Yeah. She was so condescending. My and tell, don't tell me to what when she acted like that at the table, the buffoonery that Mary does sometimes, and then has the nerve to tell somebody else to grow up when she's acting like a child. Yeah, petulant. But the thing with Meredith was childish. Like as far as like, why didn't you stay with? Yeah, me? I mean, even this, the Google thing in the car, the like, whole "you didn't call me back" thing is childish. Very, Who does that? Very. But also, she's like, don't raise your voice. And it's like, Mary, you always raise your voice at people for no reason. Okay, and also, Whitney, I mean, she did raise her voice. But she wasn't, like, aggressively yelling. She raised it in volume, I think, to talk over. But, like, yeah. it wasn't, like, the I'm yelling at you. However, I was in the restaurant. I will say. Personally, I don't. Like, if I'm in an argument with somebody, like, the volume going up really grinds. Yeah, you do. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't, don't do that. I also, it kind of seemed like Whitney might have been a little tipsy at this moment. Yeah. Because she kept being like, Jen was trying to have a really good moment. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she said, I'm going to get this point across no matter what. Even though she didn't. But she kept trying to say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she said it like five times. Mary was not having it. I mean, I get what Mary was saying about like the speaking thing like i'm trying to listen to jen like you don't need to chime in well like just let me hear from her but the way she did it was rude well but the whole party started off as basically mary being really condescending to being shitty being shitty to whitney so it it makes kind of sense that insert erica's um audio line you're being a what was it bitchy fucking cunt (laughs) yeah i forgot about that So, I mean, it just kind of makes sense that if they were going to get... It was like the the stage was set from the get-go with Mary sending all that shit. The invite. This is my thing with Whitney. I need Whitney to to go to, like, the verbal boxing school. I need you to, like... I need her to get with it. Because sometimes... That's the thing with Whitney is, like... She doesn't have the good to back it up. In the the moment, she kind of, like, wavers. And I'm like, that was a... You needed to let her have it. Yeah, no, I totally feel you about Whitney. Okay, so then we get three days later. Um, basically, oh, first, Heather's, like, wearing a bunch of stuff from Jen's sex box. And she brought her, like, the whole so store. So many things. <laughs> so many things. Um, but 
basically this part we find out that um uh Meredith is not going to be riding the bus with them anymore. I guess work or something came up. No, she went to a memorial for her dad. Oh, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. So she's not riding the party bus with them. So Heather is like kind of planning everything and making sure everything goes smoothly with the party bus. Right. Well, that sounds like she might not be there when they get there. Oh, you don't think so? Yeah, because she said you have to hold down the fort. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And let them know the rules or whatever. And I think that's because... I thought she just meant on the bus, but maybe. No. Yeah, we did find out earlier that Heather's been kind of like helping her plan it, too. Yeah. Um, Which I'm happy Meredith and Heather are being friends because they're my favorites. Yes, me too. And Whitney. Oh, and Jenny. Well, no, Whitney's not. No, I'm happy that Whitney and Meredith are being a little bit, like, friendly, too. Oh, okay. Whitney's not my favorite, but I like Whitney. Yeah. I mean, I like her, too. I'm just Heather and Meredith. Heather gives it for you. Also, my mom is uh, watching this, and Heather is her favorite as Mm, well. And I knew it because she reminds me of my mom a little bit. Oh, okay. Don't you think? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know your mom that well, you know? Like, I, I really like your mom, but I haven't been around her enough to know... Like, little things like that. Yeah. I guess just kind of, like, the very nice, but also, and, like, kind of, like, religious and, like, has these set moral values, but at the same time is, like, fun to be around and, like, mm-hmm. willing to let yeah, you be yeah. whoever you want to be and stuff like that. Right. And let loose, like Heather does this season. Uh, she needs to get a little more bling, though. Oh, your mom. In yeah. her outfits. Mm-hmm. She wants to be Heather. A little more filler. Heather, oh, well, yeah, a lot more filler. <laughs> filler at all. Any filler at all, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> um, okay, so they meet them all. They all meet at Beauty Bay. Beauty Lab. Yeah, that's right. Where did I get that from? I don't know. The group chat. Beauty Bay? Housewives of the Bay Area. No, that is not what it is. Beauty Bay is a, a cosmetic company, I think. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, we find out Mary's flying an hour and a half away. Um, private. Private, yes. Which is a lot of money and a way, long way to go to avoid talking to, to somebody. To avoid talking to somebody. Yes. yes. If you, if had told me it was like, because they went on the two hour ride, which she complained about. Yes. Two hours there, two hours back. And she did that. So an hour and a half drive is nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why would you, it, it all, I mean... I mean, not to be, like, a green activist, but, like, what a waste of carbon dioxide. Yeah. You know, in the atmosphere for that. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's just, like, this, that's a whole other issue, really. Private jets with the uber-rich and Mm -hmm. politicians that take private jets to uh, global warming events. Yeah. That all being said. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Mary's flying. Um, Whitney brings a shot ski, which I love. Jen arrives in her long braids. Oh, Jenny gets there too. Um, and then Jen gets this call. I did like, I like when there's like moments where you can tell that like they just get a camera person like rolling just in case something happens, but like mm-hmm. they're still like setting up and behind the scenes and stuff like that. Right. Um, and that's one of these moments that we get. And she turns to Whitney and like makes her turn the microphone off. Which yeah. Which is very smart. It was, yeah. Because she still had a camera on her face, but she's like, this mic is off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not getting any of this. Right. <laughs> um, and she tells them all that she has bad news. Sharif. She keeps saying Sharif Sr. And they were I all I guess like, one of her kids is 
Maybe their first name is Sharif and they go by their middle name. Or something, yeah. Mashimas have a kid named Sharif. Or they have named one of the kids Sharif. But even her friends were, had to be like, the wait, dad. your husband? Your husband, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she says that he has internal bleeding and that he might need to go to surgery. The music is like so intense here for like 15 full minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Jen's, they like put, they show Jen getting into this truck and then they make sure to say Jen's aunt's truck. Right. As if she's like an accomplice, maybe. I mean, I mean. Um, and then she drives away, and then the producer is like, Oh, are you guys actually thinking about not going anymore? And they're like, I mean, I get the sentiment behind it, but like, there's really not anything you can do. Yeah. So but then, be there to support. But even then, it's like, people, you know, I don't know. Uh, well, ugh, my fuck, thought- again, people are different in different situations, but like, to me, what are you going to do? Like, you're just going to sit in a hospital or, like, bring somebody something? Like... Also, my thought about this is, like, okay, you're a bunch of, like, really rich women that can afford... One of your friends can afford a private jet for 20-minute plane ride. So, like, if you had to get back, you can get back. Right. You don't need to... I mean, it was nice, though, of her to express the yeah. willingness to right. to stay. But it also just kept going, and it was like, there's no... Yeah, and but I then Jenny's Jen, like... And I think Jenny was like... Jenny was yeah. like, no, we're going. Yeah, there's no point. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, there's really nothing you can do... Yeah. The person is either going to be stressed or worrying, and they're going to be in the hospital, and they're not... You you know, like, yeah. you being there, you're not going to talk about Skittles and rainbows. Like, they're just going to be sad or dealing with it. Right. Even though that wasn't even the situation, obviously, but, like... Yeah. There's no point. Well, also, Jen was like, you should go. Like, you guys go. Like, because what is Oh, because she do? was like, right. Right. <laughs> she was like, he's fine. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's fine. I'm just dealing with some legal issues. Yeah. So then it shows 12 minutes later, and the cops start showing up. They're, like, everywhere, and so Which many of them. Which they did not notice. Like, when they were showing the shots, and, like, the, I mean, I know the yeah, but... I know the windows are kind of black, but you can see out of them, and I was like, there's, like, a lot of people, and they did not <laughs> notice for a long time. Also, it's literally Heather's business, and there's, like, cops swarming it. I think I would really notice it. I mean, they're all in, like, bulletproof vests and everything. Yes. But then they eventually do notice it. Why... I don't know. Are the they wearing NYPD? Of, I don't know. I thought there was like jurisdictional things, but there there were a variety of acronyms present. Yeah. So yeah. Whitney like fully thinks it's a prank the whole time until the very end. Um, then but then Whitney was like, "Oh, that mic thing was kind of weird. Like, did she have me turn the mic off?" And then Lisa was like, "Yeah, Sharif is. It's not about Sharif, right? Kind of matter of factly." Yeah, because I think, well, but I also think you would know if, if being on a show of something like that would have, I don't know if you would care, I don't know. There's a, part of me was like, well, you might not want to broadcast somebody's medical history, but like, you can't hear the person on the phone, really. The only thing you can hear is the person, right? how you react. So then you're just saying, okay, okay, I'll be there. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. would you want that to be, yeah. that part to be silenced? And I think it's because obviously it was sensitive. Yeah. It, material to me in this part it kind of almost seemed like lisa was expecting something bad to happen this is just me you didn't see that at all no i see i i mean i know what you meant but it's also equally possible that she just was paying attention yeah that's probably true and she was closer to the door too and that she was like just being like obviously this is what's happening yeah um, and i also think heather uh was on watch what happens live and she talked about this situation um 
talking about like because he i think andy had asked her whether she would stay friends with jen and she was like yeah of course like i'm gonna yeah. you know i'm not gonna abandon somebody even if she did something wrong like what blah, 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 blah whoever but um she said that she has a podcast and that jen had tried to explain to her then what she does and it was like after 40 minutes they still didn't get it gotcha. and so she she was like so i the way she worded it was like, because he had asked her if she knew what she was doing was illegal, and she was like, she didn't say yes, but she she had to backtrack. Yeah, I'm getting very like all over the place. I know what you mean. She she basically didn't know. She was like, oh, I'm not surprised, basically, because, because even she couldn't explain what she does. Right, and she was like, and what she said was, I figured it was something that I wouldn't want to be involved in. Yeah, because I couldn't. It was. You and know, didn't Whitney so. also say earlier in the season that she thought they she had a sugar daddy? I can't remember. But this, oh, this was in another talk show interview. She was like, well, we don't know what's going on, but I've always been like, maybe she's a sugar daddy because how she had that much money with her businesses that we don't know about. Right. And, um, but that, the, I brought up the Heather interview thing because it just reminded me, um, that well, Lisa's a businesswoman. Yeah. And obviously knows like about making money. So yeah. like, you know, I'm sure... At some point, they've talked about it, and she's probably suspected that, or wouldn't be surprised at what's happening. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. But Lisa, actually, in this moment, was my favorite, because Heather, like, fully got off the bus, got back on the bus, and then was like, should I just call her and, like, tell her that the police are here? Blah, blah, blah. And Lisa's like, no. <laughs> Lisa's like, do not call her. Yeah. I mean, that would, you know, you can't, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. No, I know. I'm... I just mean, I, Lisa was, like, handling the situation very much like, this thing is happening, it's bad, we didn't know this thing was probably, like, they probably didn't know this thing was happening, but she's like, stay out of it. Yeah. This is more, this is bigger than you and being her friend. Right. Um, and then we get Heather's famous line, you guys, what if she's on the run? <laughs> she's fully on the run. She's fully on the run. <laughs> she really is. I don't know what she's running to, girl, but she's going. She said, I'm going to take my aunt with no legs and get the fuck out of town. Okay, okay. <laughs> and this Ford. Um, also, I think it maybe had a, a rebel flag on the back of it. Did it? Yeah. Oh. That would be fascinating. Anyway, that was the episode. Dot to dot to be continued. No next time on. What a wild ride. It was, it was good. Yeah. Do you... Have any last thoughts on the episode? What you hope to see next episode? Oh, what I hope to see. I mean, I'm I'm I hope to see what happens. Obviously, I don't know if because they production obviously wasn't expecting this. So then, but you would think they might they, send someone after like. In but the car. do they catch it? Who knows? Right. And then obviously we have the boiling pie, boiling hot piping tea of I whether Meredith. Paella. Yeah, the paella of whether Meredith was involved in. Jen. Yes, 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 yes. I want to know that. I forgot about that. Mm, I have not. In the I promo, have not. In the promo, it shows, it kind of alludes to the fact that Meredith might have been the one that called the feds. Yeah. And I do want to give a, a, why I already did it, but like a kudos to Jen for being a better communicator. Because yeah. even though it ended with her being arrested, <laughs> not arrested, but dodging the police. But in her social life, she communicated better. Yeah. So good for you. Also, I think... And uh, Meredith for that stunning outfit. Oh, God, so good, yeah. Also, Lisa stunning. looked really good, too. Oh, she did, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, they, they, she posted a picture with Lisa today, like of like after the event, like in front of Meredith's giant front door, both wearing their outfits, and they look fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I kind of hope. I don't know. It's it's interesting. It seems like they're gonna Google things that are happening while they're on the bus and figure out that she's been arrested or something. Yeah. Uh, based on the program. Or maybe when they get to Vail. No, it shows them on the bus Googling it. Well, I know, but maybe nothing's available yet. No, it shows them, like, t- reading headlines oh. on the phone. Being like, Jin Shaw wanted or arrested or something for fraud. Wow. So it's like, very quickly, they fig- they find it out. Okay. Well, that's exciting. I mean, maybe it's on the way home. But I would guess it's... this. Like, the way they edited it makes it seem like it's on the way... In, they're in the party bus. The same bus. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, I almost think that if they did get the actual rest on camera, they would have put it in the promo, though. True. I was just going to say, my superlative is, this is one of the best episodes of Housewives, in my opinion. Ever? Yeah. That I've seen. I mean, I haven't seen all of them. Mm, I don't know. I feel like there's a... The episode, I mean, it was good. You get a dumb dinner fight, and then it ends with one of the characters well, literally I... running from the law. But I think that's why I like rank it a little lower. It's because the the dinner fight was so stupid. Okay, but can you think of another episode where the one of the main women on the show literally like police swarm? No, that's and never happened. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened. Right. Do you think of another moment similar to that to of like magnitude? No. Well, exactly. No. Anyways, well, whatever. That's my support of... Also, yeah. they all looked really good this episode. They did. In the confessionals, in the dinner party, everywhere. So, best dressed goes to all And of I think we saw week. Jenny's midriff when she was making yogurt, which makes four midriffs. Four midriffs. And worst dressed? Mary. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Maria. I don't mean, yeah. Maria. A bolognese. Italiano. She was not that good. <laughs> I, I was trying to say bolognese like she did. Bolognese. Yeah, bolognese. And then the guy was like... Bolognese. The guy was like, it's bolognese. Yeah. <laughs> bolognese. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that's that's the week. I feel like we're done. I feel like... Put a fork in it. Put a fork? Put a fucking fork in it. It's done. One time in high school, the, one of my really close friends told our art teacher to put that in her juice box and suck it. <gasps> Oh my god. That is inappropriate. I know. That's what she said too. Yeah. She made her do something. Detention maybe? Anyway. I was going to say she made her suck it. (laughs) Too far. Allegedly. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Well, this has been Privileged Twinks. I'm a Privileged Twink. And I'm Tyler. (laughs) I'm Travis. You know, a... I don't. I think they got it at this point. <laughs> We're not fucking twins. Oh, I can't stop saying it now. <laughs> anyway, put that in your juice box and suck it. Oh, put that in your pipe and smoke it. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.